Welcome to the Millionaire Maker Show, a podcast helping online coaches monetize their life's work and scale their businesses to create more time, more money, more freedom, and more impact. Now, with over 20 years of business building, coaching, and consulting experience, here's your host, author, speaker, and creator of the Millionaire Maker Coaching Funnel, Lindsay Anderson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of The Millionaire Maker Show. I'm so excited for today's guest, Miss Nicole Jansen. She, her and I met, and I've been impressed with her ever since we met because she really is an expert at helping people scale their online business. She knows what you need to go in with, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. Nicole, welcome to the show today. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So, Nicole, do you mind telling the listeners today, what is it that you do? What's your specialty? Yeah. You know what? My specialty is working with entrepreneur leaders to be able to help them grow their business, be able to transform the way they they see themselves, the way they see others, the way they see the world around them so they can actually maximize on the potential that is actually available to them. Can you expound a little bit more? You know, a lot of times when we talk about scaling your online business, we talk about strategies and the systems and all these things that go into it. But I noticed in your introduction there that you're actually talking about how they view themselves in this whole world. Is that, would you consider that to be one of the most important things in order to scale your online business? I think it's really important because mindset is everything. I mean, when we think about strategy, I mean, I've had so many, I've worked with thousands of clients and they come to me and they say, I want to grow my business, I want to increase my sales, my profitability, leverage my team or fix my team, whatever it is, right? And really at the end of the day, it comes down to their mindset. It comes down to how they are approaching those strategies. So I can give them strategy all day long. I can teach them how to do what they need to do all day long. And I'm sure you I've done that with people as well. And you're like, this is brilliant. Here you go, right? Do that. And then they don't, right? Or they do it and they are not effective in it. And it all comes down to their mindset. It comes down to who they see themselves because ultimately the lens through which we see others and the, the world around us is the lens through which we see ourselves. Yeah. And I, you know, I teach the same thing. It's like, whatever you're seeing is happening in your business, you're the one that's putting it out first. The person in the mirror has to smile first in order for that thing to reflect back on you. Now, for me, I've seen the biggest proof of that really in like sales calls. You show up on a sales call, you don't believe in your own value. That person on the other end of the phone, regardless of what script or what you're saying, like they will not, they will not trust your value. Do you like, is that, is that kind of what you're saying? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And a perfect example is I recently was talking to somebody and as I was listening to her and she was like, I, they, I'm not able to close these deals or just it's like they like me and they go to my website and they're like, I'm amazing and all this. But there's a disconnect. Why are they not? Why are they not pulling the trigger? Why are they not moving forward with me? Or why are they picking someone else or whatever? Right. Is it price? It could be price. But that means you might be talking to the wrong people. Right. That's yes. why it's this issue there. But really, when I was listening to her, I said, wait a second, so let me ask you a question. What are you selling? What are you really selling? Because what I'm hearing is, is that you're selling you. And why do you feel like you need to sell you? Right. What is what is the belief that's that's underlying that beliefs drive behavior? Right. Our language, it comes out through our language. Are you trying to sell you? Are you trying to, you know, direct them to your website because you're so impressive? Well, they may buy you, but that doesn't mean they're actually going to buy your program, right? Yes. So yes, you need credibility. 
I always talk about three things. There's visibility, credibility, and consistency, right? You need visibility. You need people, like you need to be in front of people. People need to be able to see you and know you and, and, and like and trust you. There is that, right? That's why they hire somebody like you, right? So visibility, there's credibility, right? Yes, you need to be credible and you need to have consistency. Now, then you put that to bed and you focus on the value proposition, what you have to offer. And it's really because they want to they want to focus on, I mean, that's why they're there, right? They want to focus on their issues, their challenges, their goals, what's important to them. But if we have a lot of, if we have these stories running, right, in our own stories about ourselves, if I feel like, does she like me? Am, am I, am I, am, do I sound intelligent? You know, is my hair okay? Like all of these things, I'm focusing on me. I remember one of my mentors, and this applies to public speaking, sales is all, it's all about sales, right? So I remember one of my mentors and he said to me, I'm on, we're, we're, I'm on stage and I'm, uh, we're going through training and so forth. And he says, uh, Nicole, it's not about you. And I'm like, I know it's not about me. And he says, no, you're making it about you. And I said, how am I possible? How am I making it about me? I'm focusing on the audience and all the things and so forth. And he says, you are still concerned. I can, I can tell you are still worried about how you look. Man, you know, and when, so how does this apply to scaling our business, right? Well, if I have this small view of myself, if I see myself and small can be relative, right? I see myself in a certain way. I have a certain financial blueprint. I, I have a certain level of worthiness that I have in, within myself. My business is not going to expand beyond that. It's not going to happen, right? I'm going to sabotage myself. And I've so many times I've seen this happen where business owners who are amazing. I know they're amazing, right? They, you know, they, they have credibility, they have visibility, they have the consistency, but they sabotage themselves because of what's going on in here, right? And, and it comes to their language, it comes to their behaviors, it comes to their marketing and all of those things. So that's where I, when I say, you got to start there. I talk about this results model. Results come from behaviors and actions. You got to do something to be able to get a result. But before, you know, when you think about even below that, what impacts, and this is what we're talking about here, what impacts your beliefs, uh, I'm sorry, your uh, behaviors and actions is your mindset. How do you change your mindset? Well, some of your mindset is, is made up of your personality and your strengths. And I talk a lot about that and being able to play to your strengths, maximize your potential by putting yourself in a sweet spot where you're doing what you love, what you're great at, and, and what you can make money at. But that, that sweet spot. But then it's also about these beliefs. That's what I'm talking about like beliefs about yourself, beliefs about others, beliefs about the world around you. This is your container. And, you know, if you have a plant and you're growing that, you want to grow that plant, you have to increase the size of the planter for that plant to grow. It won't grow. I have this little plant on my, on my desk here, right? That plant has been the same size for months. Why? Because the, the plant is only going to grow to the size of the pot. If I want to grow this plant more, I have to put it in a bigger pot. And that's the same thing with us. So our, our vision, our dreams, you know, aspirations can be really big. But if our container is small, there's going to be a disconnect. And we will, it'll never, our results will never exceed that self-concept or that, that concept of what we believe about ourselves, others, and, and the world around us. I love it. And I I couldn't agree more, in fact, and tell me if you like your take on this, which is why people go and they try to implement a lot of strategies and they take a lot of courses and they hire a lot of consultants and like they just 
none of it works, even though the consultants are like, no, seriously, this is what you need to go and try. And it's because literally they don't believe they have all these beliefs that are holding them back. And that's why strategies don't work without a nice mix of strategies and self-belief and growing outside of your planter, basically. Yes. Yes. I had a franchisor one time. I was cold calling. I had met him at a franchise show or whatever. Anyway, so I reach out to him and I said, hey, you know, we were talking about doing some training for his, I was offering some training for his, uh, for his franchisees. And he says to me, he says, I have all these people calling me back in the day when people actually made phone calls and talked to people on the phone. Um, and he said, I've had all these people like, you know, five a week, right? All these trainers calling me and offering me uh, their services. If my franchisees would only do what they're supposed to do, everything would be fine. And I was like, thank you. You just gave me a gift, right? So like, would you like to know why that is? And he goes, yes, I'd like to know why that is. And so then I started talking to him about mindset and all that. And so anyways, of course, he hired me and we ended up working with all his franchisees. The problem in that case was a lot of his franchisees, he was selling franchises to people that honestly shouldn't have been, uh, they, they weren't the right, they weren't the right buyers. He was selling it to them because they had, excuse me, they had the money to buy it, but they didn't have the mindset. They didn't have the vision, the commitment to that 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 franchise system. So he was he was selling franchises to people that actually wanted to go and do their own thing. So right? how did that tie into what his belief of himself was or about the business? Well, it's funny because his belief was he said to me, I make money by selling franchises. And okay. I said, that's interesting because I know a lot about franchises. I own them. I've worked on the back end of them and helping with working with franchisors. And um, I said to him, I said, interesting. So your money comes primarily from selling franchises how are your current franchises doing right now well some of them are doing good some of them are doing not doing good but that i don't make money from royalties and i said well then there's there's a disconnect there because as a franchisor your revenue ought to come from royalties right you make you make sure these franchisees are successful and thriving you won't have any problem selling more franchises but if they're not doing well and all you're doing is trying to 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 fill it's like a it's like a leaky sieve, right? You're trying yeah. to fill more franchises, more franchises, more franchises, and the and they're not successful, you are it's it's eventually you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna wear yourself out. It's just not gonna work. You can't scale. So we're talking about scaling. You can't scale that way. You've got to make sure that you have a strong foundation on which to scale your your success. And so, well, can you long story short that real quickly? What did you fix? So, so we we went through, talked to his franchisees, identified, I interviewed them and said, look, like, what what are your goals? Again, it comes back to what what's in it for them, right? And because they owned a franchise, it was connecting their goals and desires and dreams to the franchise system and saying, look, in order for you to get what you want, it would behoove you to follow the system, right? That is set out. That's what you paid for. And once you master the system, then you can get creative and offer input as to how to improve the system. So I connected the system and the value of the system to their goals and desires. Now, there were a couple of franchises. It's just not a really good fit. And so then they need to look at selling their franchise, which that's what we did. And one of them actually, he just, he actually took back the franchise um, because they're just not a right fit and they're actually toxic to the organization, right? 
So, but the owner, the franchisor, the founder, he needed to shift his mindset and to recognize that his folk, his focus was to focus, his investment was to invest in his franchisees, build a yes. really, so I changed his mindset about that. And also his mindset about himself, because he thought, I'm a sales guy, right? Like, this is what I do. I go out and sell yes. franchises. And I'm like, great. Yeah. So that's, you're going to have to keep doing that. You have basically have a job, right? You sell them and you got to sell another one. You got to sell another one. You got to sell. Where's your freedom in that? Where's your sustainable legacy? Where is all? So shifting his mindset around what he wanted to create and how to attach that to the things. So and that's where we talk about even strategy, right? It's like understanding what does this have to do with where I'm going, where I want to create, and how will this help me do it? It's really just setting that intent up front. And then when you have a good, clear intent, then as you do those actions and implement the system, then you'll actually get the outcome that you're looking for. Where a lot of business owners are just like frantically like, just trying to make something work and please bring me some money in this bank account. And like it, that will only work for a short period of time. And there's a mindset underneath there of, of desperation, right? Yes. It's subtle. It's really subtle. Very subtle. You can, you can be successful and still have a mindset of desperation of like trying to be grabby and trying to get, right? Nobody wants to be gotten. Like that's why I say it was like nobody wants to be gotten, right? They, they want to be, they, they want to be, um, uh, valued. They want to be understood. They want to be um, sure as women, you know, like maybe in the dating scene or whatever we want to, we want to be desired, right? In the, in what is, what is business, right? It's like that date. Yeah. I want to be valued. I want to be appreciated, but it's, it's, but when you, when there's like that desperation, it's like the clingy guy. Yeah. It just, well, that's like totally, that's a turnoff right off the bat. Right. So in business, a lot of times, people put that energy out there high if you have a high need right and you have a mindset of i need this person or i need this sale then you have a low power right high need low power and it just throws off the energy and even if people don't consciously know what it is that's off but they feel it and they just there's a disconnect there versus when you when you walk in and you say like i low need hey i'd love to work together or you know, I'd love to sell your franchise. We're talking about franchising for whatever reason, but somebody needs to hear it out there. It's like, hey, I want to sell this franchise or I'd love to have you part of the team. I remember another mentor of mine, he said, you know, and I was actually a franchise. And he said, look, Nicole, we'd love to have you part of the team. You know, you're amazing, blah, blah, blah. We've already done all the assessments on you. We know that's a good fit. He said, but we have a code of honor and this is the way we operate. And if you are committed to and, and are willing to commit to that code of honor, we'd love to have you part of the team. And if not, that's totally fine. Maybe this is just not the team for you. Yep. And he took it away. Yes. And in doing that, I had respect for him. I had respect for the, for the opportunity. And then I had a choice, right? What am I going to do with this? Do I adhere to that? So does he benefit from selling your franchise to me? Absolutely. But he put the, he put the mission first. He put, the, you know, he put his priorities in the right order. And, and, and I bought a franchise from him. At that you point. did. And then you I, did. Yeah, absolutely. And then we end up working together for a number of years. So he's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I always teach it with, you know, it was the whole MTV's The Pickup Artist Show. If you've ever seen that. And that's how the whole guy made his show was like, hey, you play hard to get and the women will want you. It's no different in sales. It's no different in business. Obviously, you want to remain authentic. But 
There is always two sides of that coin. Someone has to be the negative and the pursuer and someone has to be the pursuee. And so like you get to pick as a business owner or someone on your sales call, which side of that coin you're actually going to be on. Yeah. Okay. So when it goes to mindset, I'm dying to know about this from your perspective. Um, when it comes to mindset and when it comes to like being in a bigger container and viewing yourself in a bigger way, I noticed that a lot of, especially transformational leaders and people who are thought leaders, they'll tell you just right off the cuff. And I'm curious if this is your experience. I don't have any confidence problems. I am confident in what I offer and I want to be the biggest person in the world and I am ready for this. But then there's like a big difference for these guys between confidence, which is like an external representation of what they think of themselves and like their true like self-value and like really what they feel like they can bring to people. And that piece can be really hard to get from people, especially thought leaders that are, hey, I'm the most confident person. I don't have any mindset problems. Do you experience that at all, Nicole? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. yes. And what do you exactly. do? Yeah. Well, so I asked some interesting questions and, and, uh, and challenged that in a respectful way. I respect success. I, re I honor people that have created a lot of success in their business. And so, you know, I'm not one of those people that says, oh, my gosh, you're doing that wrong or this wrong or whatever. I'm like, fantastic. Right. That's great. So what do you want to do? Is that all you want to do or is there something more you want to do? But so let's say they say I am so confident and I know a lot of times, by the way, smart people have the right answers. They've done their personal development. They know the right answer to the question. Right. It's like, are you confident? Absolutely. I'm confident. It's almost like they they know the affirmations. Right. They know what they're supposed to say, but do they believe it? And when right. you listen and you ask questions and you start to realize that there's a disconnect between what they're saying and what they're doing or what their language is, you know, ultimately. So, like, for example, I had one one guy, um, also another franchisor. And I don't know what's with the deal with franchises. I, I, work, with other, I, work, I work with other people franchises but anyway he owned a franchise and um I had, had launched this franchise system and he came through a friend of mine and a mutual friend and he was on the call so he's kind of like why do I need a coach I don't I don't know why why he you know connected us and so forth and he's telling me how awesome he is right he's like I'm this that's I'm the guy I'm talking about yes I'm <laughs> the biggest I am the most successful in my town and da 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 and so forth I'm like that's fantastic that is, that is great. Congratulations. So who do you look up to? And he goes, oh, that's a good question. And so anyway, um, we started talking and he talked more about what he was doing in his business and so forth. And I said, so you've, you've created a lot of success. You started your business. You took a lot of risks. And now you're at a point where you have, you have this successful franchise and you want to grow it and all this kind of stuff. But as I was listening to him, I was hearing something, right? I was listening to the consistency of it, right? And, and I said to him, I said, out of curiosity, are you playing to win or are you playing not to lose? And he's like, I won't say what he said, <laughs> but, you know, he was he was like swearing and he was just like, oh, my gosh, you're so right. I've been playing not to lose. And I said, well, you know, you can't win a game playing not to lose. You can't win a game on defense. So what is it going to take for you to get? on the offense. What is it going to take? And then when, as we started to work together, so he did hire me. So we started to work together. And then I said to him, I said, uh, I know, we were talking about numbers and revenue goals and even financial, personal financial goals and so forth. And I said, I said, wait a second. So 
I see you as, I just assumed that he was making like over a million dollars a year. He sounded like, dude, I'm, you know, you're making a million bucks a year. <laughs> and I said, well, so, you know, you're, you're, what, what are you making? Like a million bucks a year, something like that. Like what's your, and he's like, what? And I said, yeah, like that's, and that's what I assumed. Right. And he's like, you think I can make a million dollars a year? Like personal totally income. Hit it. And so he, and I said, yeah, I totally, I was, I already thought you had. Right. I thought you were doing that. And he was like, wow. So it's expanding them, but doing with respect, expanding them, you know, to start to think beyond. I had another gentleman once who said to me, um, and again, all relative, right? In terms of, so he had been making about like 200,000, something like that. And so he thought 200,000, big deal. You know, at that time, this is years ago or 10 years ago, whatever it is. Um, And he's like, small town you know i'm the i'm the guy right a lot of cash flow a lot of big hat right so um although he wasn't in texas but um you know it's that that kind of idea right so he was like hey i'm the guy i'm the dude anyway so anyways he went on to uh ultimately sell his franchise and uh became you know a speaker and other coach and so forth and so it's really cool and leveled himself up totally but there's another one who came to me in another referral somebody i was doing a workshop and this guy um, had re- recommended him to come to the workshop and he couldn't understand. He was a real estate investor and he couldn't understand why he should be at this workshop. And so he's telling me, he's like, I make X amount of money and blah, 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 and so forth. And I'm like, that's fantastic. So how many other people are you helping to do that? And he goes, I never thought of that. And so it's wow. just a question that takes them because we all have a comfort zone. We all have a, a um, f- like that familiar comfort zone, right? And then in order for us to continue to grow, we need to go beyond that comfort zone. So I'm just listening to her. What's their, what's their container? What's the size of their container? And then, and not questioning them and saying, oh, I don't believe you, but just, just challenging and saying like, what about out here? What about it? Because I see that you're capable. Like, of I that. can see that for you. Yeah. Totally. Can you see it for yourself? Like that million dollars. My guess is he went on to make a million dollars easily. Yeah. Yeah. Because he realized... Yeah. If Nicole thinks I can do it, of course that's available for me. If she thinks it's a, like a no problem for me, then why and not? It became, and it became the basis for our coaching to ex, to expand his belief about himself so that that would be possible. Even the people who are overly confident when you ask them, huh? Yeah. Well, the thing is that smart people, right? We know the right answers and we need that's to so we true. Need coaches to be able to challenge us in a respectful way right? To challenge our beliefs. Do you really believe that to be true? Or, you know, is that, is that all? I think of George Foreman. I once heard him uh, speak live and he's, he was awesome. He talked about being in the ring, Muhammad Ali, and he's going for it, right? And Muhammad Ali turns to him and says, and basically responds to him and says, um, he says, is that all you got? And George is like, what? I just gave him everything I have, you know? And he's like, is that all you got, George? Right? And and it, sometimes it's like you got to challenge people to say, is that, is that it? That's fantastic. You've been so successful. What is, is, that as, is that as far as you can go? And when you start opening them up now, then they can be honest about, well, you know what? Actually, I don't even believe this. Do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. you can have that conversation, but it's a safe place because I'm doing it from a place of, I'm believing the best for you. I'm believing in you even more than you're believing in yourself. And then it creates that safe place. Because most of the reason why we're overly confident, 
you know, or trying to prove that we're confident and, and put that uh, forward is because deep down inside we're insecure. Yes. I don't want anybody to know that I'm not confident in myself. And so I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can. And I don't want to hear it because I'm like trying to outrun the insecure. I'm trying, try to run out, um, outrun the, the, the lie that I've been afraid of my whole life, which is that I'm not enough. And that's what we all deal with, right? Like that's just the human condition. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we all believe it some way it's, it sounds different. Some people, I'm insignificant enough, or I'm not smart enough, or I'm not attractive enough, or whatever. I'm not tall enough. I'm not, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever it is. But we have this not enough conversation going on. And so that's, that's a belief that I have, I guess, but, or an assumption that I have. But really an understanding that we all have that, that we've dealt, unless we have really dealt with it. Even if we've really dealt with it, we still... We still have it. We're just aware of it. And now we can we can protect ourselves from it. You know what I mean? In a sense of not letting it sabotage us. We're still aware yeah. of it. And that's the real like definition of like imposter syndrome is when that when you're actually willing to admit that that crops its head that you aren't good enough or you haven't provided enough value. And so now you have imposter syndrome that so frequently haunts many, many online entrepreneurs. Yeah. It's like saying, yes, I am all of this and I'm not this, right? Like this is everything that I am. This is everything that I'm not. I am who I am. And the most successful people and the ones that continue to grow are honest. The the leaders, I mean, I have a podcast. I've interviewed over four, 470, uh, you know, other people on the successful leaders from around the world on the show. They're most, the most successful ones are humble and they know that they've got stuff to deal with. It's the ones that say, I got this. I mean, I was that person. I was like, I got this. And God's like, oh, let me tell you what you got. You got you're, you got a surprise around the corner and you don't even know it, right? And so I was humbled, surprised before the fall, right? So we, we are prideful because we're trying to protect ourselves. We're trying to convince ourselves. But when we're honest and saying, hey, you know what? I don't have it all figured out, right? I'm not perfect, right? I've got these things that I'm dealing with. But now when I take, when I bring them to the surface, we're afraid to bring them to the surface because what could that mean? What could that mean about me? What, I don't know what to do with that. But if I bring it to the surface, now I can do something with it. Otherwise, it just sabotages me and comes out at inopportune moments, right? When, when I've got that big deal and all of a sudden now I've got the sweats and I'm, you know, I'm freaking out. Why is that? Well, because I didn't deal with it before, right? And everybody has, a, like I said, everybody's got a comfort zone that they get to and they're like, I got this, I'm comfortable and I feel good. And, you know, I've had people even say to me, oh, I've dealt with my little voice. And it's like, really? To see right. what happened was up. At some point it's going to show up, right? And let's do it in a safe environment with a coach where we can work through it versus it be when you're getting an opportunity to go and speak on a stage or go do something where you're gonna have the, the biggest deal of your life where it doesn't show up then. I mean. I'll share you one quick story. There was a woman in, I, I'm from Toronto and uh, originally, and, and uh, she was in Toronto and she wanted to start this, this business, this gift uh, shopping for other people, this for, the, for, for holidays and stuff like that business. Okay. And, and, uh, and she had a great idea, a great concept. It was very early pioneering that, that concept. And, uh, and she was working really hard. And then she had, Toronto magazine, like this major magazine in Toronto that was going to do a feature article on her. 
And uh, I met her at an event, whatever, and she's like, I've got a problem. And I said, what's that? She's like, they want to do this article on me. And this is like October, just before Christmas. This is like, this is a big deal, right? And they're going to do it for free, right? She's not going to pay for wow. it. They're going to do this big feature story on her because whatever, however she got uh, on their radar. And she said, I have a problem. And I said, she's going to do this thing. And I said, that's fantastic. And she said, no, it's not. And I said, what do you mean? And she says, what, what if all these people start calling me and I won't be able to handle the business and da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, wait a second here. Let's talk about this, right? Like, think about her mindset. And so yeah. she wasn't a client of mine. She, she wasn't ready. She just started to go inward. Um, and uh, unfortunately, she passed on that opportunity that could have completely, I was like, look, you get eight back then. You can get Changed an eight number. You can, you can, I'm sure you got some friends that can do it like for the next few months. It'll explode your business. I mean, they're, they were going to do a, this whole feature and allow her to promote her service, right? And, and drive traffic. So specifically. And so I'm like, man. But yeah, I, heard, I followed up with her afterwards. I was like, how, you know, how to go? And she said, oh, I passed on it. I wasn't ready. Probably made perfect sense to her, but from somebody who like, you want to build your business, that's the perfect way to do it. But for her, because of her beliefs, it just made perfect sense for her. Because yeah. yes. of the pot she was sitting in. I love that's that. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, Nicole, is there any way, now you've made a big case for coaching and why coaching is so invaluable for times like these, a highly, you know, an expert coach like yourself. Can we do this on our own? Do you have any tips on like, how do I get out of my own pot? Or do I need actually that external reflection, someone with a higher level of experience in me to share with me what they, what is possible? I think the answer is yes and yes. I think first okay. of all, if you're counting on somebody else to do it all for you, then okay. that's not, that doesn't happen. Okay. I'm a, we're coaches or I'm a co I know for myself, like when I coach people, it's like, look, I can coach you. Ultimately though, you're the one who's going to need to do it. You're going to yeah. sit and have those hard conversations and we can have some of those hard conversations, but you got to live it, right? You got to be the one to challenge yourself. You got to be willing. You got to be willing to look and face the reality of what you believe to be true. So coaches, hugely valuable because coaches can help you see your blind spot and see what you can't see, right? I can't see behind here, right? And, and, and I'm pointing to look back in my head for those of you that are listening, right? It's like, I can't see what's behind me, right? So, um, Coaches, hugely valuable for doing that and to accelerate your growth. And what you can do is on your own is you can challenge yourself in saying, what do I believe to be true about myself? Write down all the beliefs. You say, okay, this is, I, I believe, I believe that I'm smart. I believe that I have the ability to do this. I believe, I don't know, start, start with whatever. I believe that, um, I believe I'm a woman. <laughs> I don't know whatever, right? I believe start. that yeah. start somewhere, right? I believe that I'm intelligent. I believe that I'm capable of doing this, whatever it is, just start somewhere with your beliefs, right? I believe that um, I can learn things. I believe that I'm good at X, Y, Z. I really, be I believe I'm really good at this. I really, I believe that I'm really bad at that, right? The, I can't do this, right? All these things I can, and I can't, and I am, and I'm not, all those beliefs, you write them all down, get this whole nice long laundry list. And then you look at those and you say, okay, are these helping me get to my goal? So assuming you have a goal, if you don't, you need to say, you know, like, where am I going with this, right? Are these in alignment and are helping me achieve this goal or are these hindering me? 
right? Yeah, do so they the ones, serve me or not? They yeah. serve me or not. So the goal, uh, like, or the belief of, let's say, um, uh, I can figure this out, right? I can learn. I'm a problem solver. I believe that I'm a good problem solver. Great. Does that help me? Yes, it does. Beautiful. Okay, so we leave that one, right? Uh, this one, I can't sell. Okay, well, that's not going to get you to where you want to go, right? right? So we need to challenge that. What would be an empowering? How can we flip that to the opposite positive and say, okay, you know, so I can't, I, do, I believe I can't sell. Well, what if you were to, number one, and that's, there's, there's some skills around that, which maybe you need to learn, but even just starting to say, I'm a great salesperson. You know what? The, the, the market, right? The market, oh my gosh, right now, the market's so bad, the inflation, blah, blah, blah. I believe that the, that the market is like this, right? It's hard. It's hard to, to, to find clients now. I believe yeah, it's hard to find. Right nobody's buying right now. That's one, right? So you say, okay. What can you change that to? The opposite positive. You know what? I'm so happy and grateful that I attract amazing new clients to my business every single day. I attract, you know what? I attract even just maybe just happy and grateful because that kind of goes into a gratitude exercise. You can just say, I attract amazing ideal clients to my business every day. Man, it's awesome. I love what I do. I hate what I do. I love what I do. Man, I'm not doing what I love to do. I believe that I'm 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 not doing or I'm or I'm um I'm, I'm not in the right field. Okay. Well, you know what? I I am figuring out the right field to I am getting clear. Right. Getting Even closer if and closer. Yes. I'm getting closer and closer to it. So it's like you're you're taking this list, you're identifying the limiting beliefs, the limiting beliefs, and you're transforming them into positive beliefs. Now, just by saying it isn't gonna be an you know enough right entirely first of all you got to start saying it you got to start believing it you say it enough times you're going to start to believe it you're going to start to your mind will start to reticulate activating system will start to go and attract things that will be in alignment with that because your mind is a problem solver so whatever you tell your it doesn't know the difference between what's real or imagined so whatever you tell it i can't it goes okay let me give you all the valid reasons why you can't and if you change that and start saying, hey, you know what, I can, it's going to start over time and you rep repetition, it's going to start saying, okay, well, how, you know, here are some valid reasons why I can. Here are some memories around, so when's the last time, you know, I can't sell? Well, is that really true? You can challenge yourself and say, is that really true? Well, yeah, it's really true. Okay, well, have I ever sold something before? Well, yes, I have. Okay, well, how did that go? Okay, wait a second. So that I guess I can sell. Right. Maybe I just need to get better at selling. So you know what? I'm getting better at selling every single day. I am learning the skills that I need. Right. It's kind of like an interim one. I'm learning the skills that I need to be able to sell more effectively. I'm learning how to do this every single day. I'm getting better and better every single day. Right. So you're not delusional because your mind says, liar, you're not good at that. Well, I'm learning the skills to be able to do that. So there's just some but yeah, starting to transform those beliefs about yourself, others, and the world around you. The reason why I broke it down into those three things is because when we talk about beliefs, it can be so general. Yeah. Right. So whereas now we start thinking about what are the what do I believe to be true about myself? What do I believe to be true about others? You know, what do I believe to be true about my customers? My customers always want a discount. My customers always want a discount. Okay. Well, is that your belief or is that reality? Right. Because the reality is, it you know, maybe you're putting that out there. And you're probably you assume, saying it first because you think everybody wants a discount. Because yes. that's right. You're offering it before they're even asking for it. Or 
maybe they're asking for it. If you if you hear, here's a little tip for people out there just talking about sales. But if you keep getting an objection, it keeps coming up, price objection, time objection, then interest objection. There's only three types of objections, right? Time, money, interest. If you keep getting that objection, I would challenge you to ask yourself, where are you having that objection within yourself? Because once you deal with it, you will be amazed. You won't get it from anybody else. It's done. So if you're getting the discount, you're either offering it, there's something psychologically, you have an issue with the price. Maybe you turn it around saying, what would I feel comfortable buying for myself? You know, I mean, when I was when I was starting out and in business, I was in my teens. I was trying to sell fax machines. I was 16, 17 years old. I'm going door to door literally and selling fax machines in industrial areas. And, and then I started making cold calls and and I made thousands of cold calls. And I would ask myself, what's wrong with me? Why isn't this working? Da, 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 and so forth. I'm just no, 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 no all the time. And and I started asking myself different questions. The quality of our questions determines the quality of our life. And so I started asking myself different questions and saying, I hey, really like what you just said. Can you just repeat that, though, for everybody? The quality, the quality of your questions question. determines the quality of your life. And that's across health, wealth, and relationships, I'm guessing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. When I started asking myself different questions like, okay, what did I learn? Where, where did I do well? What did I, where, where, where do I need to improve upon? What am I learning about myself? What am I learning about them? You know, how can I do this better? How can I leverage what worked well and correct what worked wrong? When I started asking myself different questions, I got different answers because my subconscious mind, being the problem solver, started to go to work to give me the answer to that question because questions hope the mind, right? And so um, it, it changed everything. It changed everything for me. Whereas I, I initially had this experience of how people were showing up, I realized that it was because I was, I was bringing that to the table. Why am I doing this wrong? Yes. Because well, you're an idiot. Because you're young. Because nobody cares about what you have to do and so forth. And that takes me down a path to failure, right? Versus a path to success. So anyway. I can go on. Guys, there is your Rewiring Your Beliefs 101 by Nicole Jansen right here on the Millionaire Maker Show. That was awesome. And when she talks about literally taking the time to sit down and write this down and have these hard conversations, like there's usually a lot of resistance there. I don't have time to do that. I don't want it. Like that sounds hard. And yeah, it sounds hard. But the payoff, the payoff is 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 exponential. So take her advice and write this stuff down and spend some time with yourself asking better better questions to yourself. Thanks, Nicole. That was that was really powerful. You gave us all you gave us all your info today. Thank you so much. Now, before I let you go, I've taken a lot of your time today, but before I let you go, I'm going to turn the time back over to you. Can you tell everybody where to get to know you, where to find you, or if you have anything that you want them to know? Yeah, I mean, they can find me at the leaders of transformation.com. Uh, and that's my, also my podcast. So I have the Leaders of Transformation podcast. That's all over uh, all the different listening uh, platforms and so forth. And um, one thing I would say that I would want them to know is that uh, you are capable of more than you think you are. You are capable wow. of more than you think you are. I love that. Thank you, Nicole. It's been a real pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to The Millionaire Maker Show with master business coach and creator of The Millionaire Maker Coaching Funnel, Lindsay Anderson. 
Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Until next time.